Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. In today's episode, we talk about a deep dive into discipline. We will discuss the driving force necessary to enable us to take difficult actions to implement that discipline in our life. I'll discuss the five ingredients, dedicated action, follow through, self-control, delayed gratification, and consistency that build these disciplined actions and eventually will create momentum leading us to the reward or the life we desire. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello everybody and welcome to the show. I hope everyone's doing amazing today and I just want to say thank you for listening and also take a moment to appreciate yourself for taking the time to learn something new, taking the time to develop yourself and listen to something that's hopefully going to help you in your life. And today's episode is titled A Deep Dive into Discipline and I'm extremely excited to talk about discipline because I love implementing it in my life because of the results it brings me. You know, it's not necessarily something easy to do, but when practiced, it can really have a drastic impact on your life as I've seen it have in mine. And I want to start by talking about um, a big key aspect behind it, and that's the driving force. Um, that this is this is one thing that is what's going to enable us to actually take action and follow through on things that might not be easy. We have to understand what our driving force is to be able to take the disciplined actions that we might not be taking right now. So I'll use examples from my life. And as a kid, um, I played many sports, especially basketball and. It's crazy to think back of how many practices I had for basketball and my driving force at the time of being a kid, it might not have had as big of an importance as some things in my life now, but that driving force for me to go to practice was to get better so I can play, so I can have minutes in the game and so we can win as a team. And you know, that was me as a kid. But what's even more impressive looking back is realizing and understanding the discipline that that would have taken for my dad um, to bring me to practice every single day. You know, most of the time practice was even 20 minutes out of town for us. And he drove me after work, you know, a few times a week to every single practice. And I can honestly say looking back, And any sports team I was ever a part of, I don't think I ever missed a practice unless I was severely injured. I know as a kid playing playing those sports, my dad would bring me to practice every single time. I mean, subconsciously, that's instilling um, that discipline within me. So I commend my father for always bringing me to practice. You know, there was never excuses. It was always show up, always bring me. And just the action of him bringing me to practice was teaching me at an unconscious level that discipline factor to show up. You know, practice wasn't fun. We're running lines. We're doing drills. It's not that enjoyable, but we're doing it to get better. We're doing it to win. And in that moment, for me, 
getting minutes and getting better and improving was my driving force. And then you get older, you go to school and you want to pass so you can graduate, so you can get a career and the driving force behind school and and succeeding in school is really so you can hopefully become uh, successful or get through uh, that stage in life so it can enable enable you to move on to the next stage. And then you get into... For myself, I got into a relationship and the driving force behind my relationship, because it is not easy all the time, I can tell you that, but the driving force behind it is to create a family, to have love, to have that deep connection, to have support, to have joy, just to have that companion along in life. And that's the driving force behind the discipline it takes to improve a relationship that Jess and I always work on. You know, it's not something we coast by and just go to day to day without discussing difficult topics and trying to improve what we already have. That takes a lot of hard conversations and and disciplined actions to do that aren't necessarily natural or easy for us at all times but that driving force behind it is so powerful because we both have that same driving force and those same values behind it and that enables us to take the disciplined actions to create a good hopefully lasting relationship Um, then we got into real estate and investments and the driving force to take those difficult actions of saving a lot of money, being disciplined with our spending habits. Um, But the driving force is to give us options in life, less stress, more experiences, that financial freedom. So that enables us to, you know, maybe take some sacrifice and live within our means. We're living in the upstairs of a fairly small bungalow right now as we rent our basement. You know, that's not an ideal situation, but we are actively practicing discipline, living within our means so we can create something bigger, better in the future. Um, And another one that takes discipline is personal development and the side hustle that I'm doing and and getting certified as a coach and doing podcasts and learning and and eventually creating my own business through this you know that's a lot of work there's a lot of difficult actions involved in that but my driving force behind it is to evolve to grow to experience to live with passion fulfillment and to serve And those are massive driving forces which enable me to take those disciplined actions. So the driving force is what will overpower those lazy feelings or moods. And I think naturally we're all lazy to some extent. But being lazy is the number one dream killer that will shatter our dreams, that will just leave us stagnant. And for me, being stagnant is one of the biggest fears that I have in my life. I fear staying still and just coasting. You know, there's nothing fulfilling about that at all. I think we, we're here to grow, to grow through, evolve, to experience, to live with passion, fulfillment, and serve. And that will not happen when we're just being lazy. And your effort and desire to implement your disciplined actions will be directly correlated to what the driving force means to you. So it's so important to understand and create this driving force and have awareness on why we need to do something first 
or else it's going to be so much more difficult to take these you know difficult actions and if you find yourself saying i'm just not a disciplined person um and, and kind of coming up to that barrier there's a good chance that it's probably because you didn't practice discipline enough when you were a young person and your driving force doesn't hold enough meaning or you haven't put enough focus on what that meaning means to you so then it's just so much easier to revert back to that kind of lazy those lazy actions and that's not saying that you're wrong or there's anything wrong with that that's just this is just to shine a light of awareness on what might be happening and i am lucky and blessed to have that upbringing where i like i said unconsciously i was learning the how to be disciplined and seeing that in my father you know taking me to practice all the time going to work monday to friday every single day you know i really learned discipline from my father without him even vocalizing anything to me i just saw his actions and his actions were so consistent and involved discipline that i naturally absorbed that as a child and i think that enables me to to take disciplined actions a bit more easy than someone else might have so just kind of reflect back to your childhood and your upbringing and that might be why it's a bit more difficult to be disciplined at this stage in your life. And it's also important to realize that discipline is a fluctuating practice and it's a good idea to set up parameters around this practice otherwise there might be an uneven balance in your life. And the, these parameters should be linked to your pyramid of life. So if we remember back to, I think it's episode eight or something like that, I talk about the three-tiered pyramid of life where there's the foundation at the bottom, the ground rules, the non-negotiables in our life, what's important, really important in our life and what we can't live without. And then we have the midsection of that pyramid, that triangle, which is our day-to-day -day living, our journey, our work, whatever we may be doing every single day. And then the top portion, the small portion at the top, is kind of the big vision, the end goals, what we're striving for. So these parameters around discipline should really encompass um, all three sections. But again, kind of having more um, focus on that foundation because that's truly what's important. And then a bit less on the midsection and a bit less on the top portion just to kind of have that balance or whatever is more balanced or what you want to live in your life. If you really want to put your focus on your journey and your day-to-day -day life, you can. I'm just saying what, what I've found to be most impactful and um, useful for me is putting that focus a bit more heavily onto that foundation section. Because I'm speaking from experience again, because for a while I got overly disciplined with my goals and my end goals and what I'm striving for but then what I, I noticed was that foundation became weak. I started to experience more problems and conflicts in the things that were most important in my life, like my relationship. And there was more, there was more struggle in my foundational values and everything like that. So these parameters, in my opinion, should, ha should lean a bit more focused to your foundation and what's really important in your life. But on the other hand, you don't want to go too far on the other side of the spectrum where if your foundation is, you know, live in the moment and, and live in the, create an amazing relationship and everything like that. An example could be if you go on vacation, really living those values and those, those beliefs, 
And then after the vacation, you kind of, you know, we've all felt it where we hold that vacation mode and we kind of get a bit lazy and you can flip to the other side of the spectrum and just completely give give up on your, your journey, your day-to-day lives, your day-to-day goals and, and actions aligned with your goals and it can go too far the other way. So just create the parameters that you think are going to enable you to to live the most balanced between your your life pyramid the foundation the midsection and the top the goals so to help set up these parameters a useful tool is to calendarize and prioritize so getting clear on what our priorities are what prioritizes over what so an example for me weekend time um you know, my spare time, I prioritize my passion projects and my my extra work and my extra learning versus, let's say, recreation or, or TVs, enjoyment, movies, and leisure. You know, that's the time that I can prioritize my work. But at the same time, if we have a date night planned with, with Jess, that will prioritize over my passion projects and my work or during my day-to-day living you know, exercise will prioritize over being lazy and just hanging out. Or if if during the week, again, my sleep will prioritize over staying up late, whether that's for exercise or whether that's for getting work done or whatever it may be. So setting up these parameters, and if you need some help, I recommend I have a big kind of two foot by two foot calendar. Um, I'm a very visual person. So what I like to do is get um, it'll it literally writing in pen and paper and seeing it the tasks that you need to do um, to complete in order to accomplish this balance. You know, literally schedule those in, and you're setting up the bumper lanes. You're setting up those parameters by saying, okay, I think that this will enable me to live a more balanced life, and you can physically write that in, and then you see your week ahead, and then it takes the energy to take the disciplined actions and speaking of energy a very common drawback that most people face and use is they state that it takes too much energy to be disciplined or they find themselves saying i'm too lazy or i'm just too drained at the end of the day after my work day to do any of this but let's remember that energy is generated and So if we can generate energy, I found the most useful way to generate energy is by implementing the synergy of holistic health. This will enable us to generate more energy. Again, I think this was my last podcast where I talk about all the benefits of holistic health. So if you want to listen to that one just to understand all the positive aspects that living in a holistically healthy manner will bring to your life, Take a listen to that. But again, this is the mind, body, spirit. So having the proper mindset and mental health, the proper movement and exercise for our body, the proper nutrition to enable cognitive function, and again, treating our body well with what we're digesting and the types of food to minimize inflammation and the types of food that work best for you and your body type. And our spiritual realm, our inner world, living aligned to your values, your morals and beliefs, all of this, once we can get this synergy of a powerful trio working together, 
this, I promise you, will generate energy. But if we're not following these guidelines and living congruently to a holistically healthy life, our energy levels are just going to be depleted. We're not giving ourselves enough chance to take these disciplined actions because we'll run up to that wall and we'll say, I'm just don't have enough energy for this. But there is a way to generate energy. Energy is generated and it's very important to understand. And if you don't prioritize holistic health and have low energy levels, this could be a perfect area to begin to build your discipline muscle. You know, focus on creating a holistically healthy life first. Learn how to be disciplined in that area of life before you move on to other things. That could be a perfect starting point. So I'll give you some discipline hacks to help build that discipline muscle. So again, discipline will be created and will be so much easier if we can get daily rituals, habits, daily rituals and habits that can create these rewards. So ritual that I utilize that I talk about all the time is visualization, my daily meditation, whether you like journaling or whether you pray or even creating a vision board. But those things need to link to your driving force. So at the start, we talked about the driving force and why that's so important. And without the driving force, it's going to be so difficult to take the disciplined action. So if we're linking these little tools, visualizing and meditating or praying or creating a vision board that link to the driving force that you've taken time to understand what is my driving force behind why I need to take these difficult actions. And now you link these and put necessary focus and attention on it every single day that's going to be that little hack that little help that we might need in order to take these difficult actions that may take a little bit more energy so if there's no follow-through on our actions it's simply because we don't want something enough so if we're not if we're not creating these rituals if we're not you know creating the necessary habits taking the actions to create these habits it boils down to simply not wanting it enough. We always want the answers. Well, here are the answers. It takes work. And that's where most of us fall off. Because we don't want something bad enough. There is always a way. And there's so many examples of this out in the world. I mean, you could read books. You could read, watch videos of inspiring people. There's two people in particular that I'm thinking about there's a guy with no arms or legs he was born with a birth defect and today he's extremely successful he has a family and he's a motivational speaker his name's Nick Vujic I probably butchered that but the guy is an absolute inspiration and another guy Nick Santonestados again I probably butchered that but he has no legs he has one arm and I think like a forefinger and a thumb and he's a bodybuilder, a motivational speaker, and a writer. And these guys have such you know, physical limitations, but they don't let excuses get in the way because they want it so bad. You know, when we look at our lives, and not to compare ourselves to these guys, but that's just an example of what's possible because they want it bad enough. So I believe it always boils down to how bad you want it because the answers are out there, the information's out there. It simply boils down. You're not getting the results because you just simply don't want it enough. And I found myself in this situation as well. I, I didn't want to take the, the extra effort or the extra energy or the extra efforts. And I realized, I was like, 
wow, it's because, you know, I don't want it that bad until I reflected on it, until I realized my driving force behind it. And I made that switch of realizing that, hey, I do want it this bad. And now I'm willing to take those disciplined actions to get it. And this hard work will formulate our habits, will create the routines and rituals that will enable us to receive the rewards we desire. And let's remember that a habit takes on average could be depending on what your past circumstances and your past life upbringing was could take up to from 18 to 254 days to create a habit. You know, that's a lot of consistent action to be able to build a habit and these rituals that you do every day that just will then seem like no extra energy will be implemented to to take these actions. But that takes time to build. So we need to understand that. And I kind of have five ingredients that create discipline. One is dedicated action um, and persistence. Two is follow through on what you say. Three is self-control. Four is delayed gratification. Five is consistency. And mixing all these ingredients together, if we can... If we can follow through and utilize these ingredients in our life, that will create momentum behind what we're doing. And that momentum will eventually lead us to the rewards. But again, discipline is dedicated action, persistence, follow through, on, especially on what you say, self-control, delayed gratification, and consistency. So we tend to think bliss and happiness are only when we aren't working or challenging ourselves but then why is it that some of our favorite moments and i'm speaking for myself here why is it some of my favorite moments happen when i'm working on something or challenging myself you know it's not when i'm just necessarily sitting on a beach like i think that would get old if i'm just sitting chilling every day i would not be in bliss or happiness that would get boring but some of the most fulfilling and some of my favorite memories and moments are when I'm, let's say, snowboarding or hiking or even working out, pushing myself, when I'm in flow working, when I'm learning, and when I'm curious in life. Because those actions include fulfillment. I feel fulfilled and they align with my purpose. And to experience fulfillment and a sense of purpose there will be challenges and obstacles to move past. You know, there's difficult actions involved with those, you know, with those actions. And to get past them, to get past those difficult obstacles, we need to take disciplined actions. And Ed Milet, a guy I, I, I listen to and, and follow a lot, he has this amazing saying of living a life in blissful dissatisfaction and i just love that concept because he really emphasizes that it's important to be grateful for what you have now appreciate and enjoy the journey and struggle you know success isn't about an end point uh, you know, life isn't about an end point. Life is about the journey, which involves the struggle. So we need to learn to live and enjoy that with bliss. But 
Be dissatisfied with where you're at in order to keep progressing, learning, growing, aligned with those foundations, foundational pieces that we talked about in your life period. But make sure they're aligned with that to, to make sure that this struggle is, uh, is going to lead us to what's important in our life and what's going to bring us to our fulfillment. And that's different for every single person. So I'll leave you with some closing words. It's time to start being decisive. No more sitting back. Everyone has the ability to outwork or outperform their previous actions or ways of living. Think of the mantra, one more. One more rep, one more minute of learning, one more hug to a loved one. Implement that discipline to create that one more style and way of living and thinking. If you see a limitation holding you back, understand that you do not need to accept it and it can be removed with discipline. Think about an area in your life you want to improve. Understand you are lacking here because your current habits and rituals are keeping you here. What do you want and what habits and rituals will get you there? In life, there will be the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. I know which pain I will embrace. Do you? Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone has an amazing day. Take care.